following is a Journey to Comics Network production. Hey, this is Veronica from Foodies Watching Movies, and you are listening to the Journey into Comics Network Best of the Week show. Highlights from all the episodes on the network this week. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Journey into Comics. Anyways, they sat in your car for a long time. Mm-hmm. How, how are cookies? Cookies are very numbable. Cardinal sin of podcast, never eat into the microphone, but it's late, Brando. I don't give a fuck. We're high on life. We just got done ah. experiencing ah. one of the coolest things. I, I keep dropping bits of my cookie, and I'm so sad. I'm so sorry that you keep dropping bits of your cookie. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. It seems like we never really left. Not we to almost you. totally left and never had that part of the episode. And I actually used a life hack, Brando. If you ever start to record over something on this board, just unplug the motherfucker. That's as, all you do. As long as you've saved the other one prior. Mm-hmm. As long as you saved the other one prior. I did it. I didn't fuck it up. I almost totally fucked it up, Brando. Even when I told you, I'm not going to fuck this up. I was going there. Anyways, my friend, you were the coolest bro in the whole world. And I'm I'm using that word funnily because we've been using it a lot tonight and reflecting other things, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know who listens to the podcast, so I'm trying to be vague a little bit there. But, um, bro, fair enough, right? So you were like, hey, man, February 22nd. I start. They're gonna be in indie, and they've not played indie in like sixteen years, right? I was something like that. Now, and I don't even think they played indie proper. I think they played around. Oh, they were saying Indiana as a whole. Oh shit! They haven't played anywhere in the state in that long. Wow. Now, it wasn't just the fact that it was the twenty second. It was I missed them on the last album cycle because plagues did not hit with me right away. It took a little bit. And in a way, the album never really has hit with me. But I, but I dig it. It's a mood. It's a it's a vibe. Uh, similar story, different experience, because the album's better than this. But it's like St. Anger. You got to be in the mood. Yeah, okay, I buy that. You know, you know, a lot of people piss on St. Anger from like the Metallica album. But for Brando, for me, it's like, I don't hate the album. I don't love it. But there's something I got to be in the right mood for. It. I've got to be like, you know, if I want to listen to the album, I got to be like, either having just watched some kind of monster that I'm still feeling it, or I'm like just in that mood, and it's not very often. Or one of those crazy mashups you showed me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but with plagues, if I get random bits of songs now and again, that's cool. Because I mean, I like a lot of songs on there, but to just dive right in from the intro and go in. I don't do it very often. And I missed that tour. That was the 14 tour, the 2014 tour. And I didn't go, and I kind of regretted it. And it, it. Like, especially when after seeing the set list and having gone in 08 with you, you know, like we teased before, 10 years ago, uh, I invited Tony, our, a, a mutual friend, a former bandmate of ours. He got me into the band. And I just was like, dude, it's perfect. You got me into the band. You've never seen him. I've never seen him. Let's go, man. Have an experience. Exactly. And then he kind of backed out. And uh, he said, I'll still pay for the ticket, though, you know, since you went to the trouble. And I'm like, well, I got this extra ticket, you know. And I talked to Rob. He goes, yeah, yeah, I would. I'm not not calling off for that. 
because because he was on seconds. Yeah, you know he goes and he's like and he goes I'm not sure if I would really like really want to go see him. He goes I like him but I don't know if I really want to go. I'm like crap. So then I'm like well fuck what about Nate? Maybe he'd want to go and I got two tickets so maybe Sarah could go too. And I'm like hey dude I got these tickets and they're free. Uh just pay for our guests up there. Sold. And then so yeah, we, you know we went to go see, and that was uh, Matt Barlow. He was the third lead singer of Iced Earth, and then he left after ten years, and then he came back for a stint, and that was his first show back. That was the first time I, that, that I saw them. I saw them again in ten with Barlow on the Escape the Studio tour, and then uh, I saw them again in 2012 with now Stu after Matt retired, uh, Stu Block. Uh, the is is the new lead. New, he's not new lead singer anymore. No, because he's been there since Dystopia. He has the that was his first album. First album. He he joined in 2011, and now it's 20, uh, uh, 2018. So he's going on like nearing ten years. He is the second longest running behind uh, singer. Yeah, and and I, 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 you know he's he, you know he's fucking fantastic. But I I one thing that like really hyped me up is that uh, when they released the first single. Uh, Seven Head Door? I think that was it. And I was like, holy crap. You sent it to me. I, I sent it to you. I sent it to Blaine. I sent it to Joe. I sent it to everybody. I'm like, dudes, this is... Bro. <laughs> bro, this is on another level, bro. Now look, I mean, and it was. Because it's like, Iced Earth is this awesome... No, Not a lot of people know about them. But in a way, they're just like... I, and I've said this so many times. I said this just today. You take Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, and Metallica, and they had a baby. And then you put a Kiss shirt on them. Yes. You know, it, it, and it's like, yeah, they're not Kiss, but they're fans of Kiss. So there's this enough showmanship there. There's enough of the storytelling. or And it's subtle. They do it brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like you get the Iron Maiden guitars, the gallops, the all that. You get the the Metallica thrashiness. You, you get the Judas Priest power metal. The, and the that, fucking vocals. The, yeah, the falsettos and all that stuff. So it's like, it's this perfect amalgamation of sounds. And uh, the band is not big. They, from the, you know, and this is kind of saying what 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 John said to us, mm-hmm. and it's true. From day one, they've gone and they've grown by word of mouth, by going here, playing a kick-ass show. The people who went to that show go tell their friends, and then the next time they come, they bring more people. You brought your friends, exactly. We're gonna get into that because uh, you actually asked me. I did. If I wanted to go again, like ten years later, mm-hmm. like cel- kind of celebrating the anniversary, well, because okay, because I love the album, I love the new one that came out, and I'm like, I'm not missing them this time. I, I love this album. They're going to be playing songs from this album. We've got to go. Didn't we talk about it on a podcast a little bit? Didn't we, you and I like review the new Ice Earth? Was that during the metal cast? Would that have been it, around the time? It might have been. It might have been uh, because uh, I want to say the album came out like a month prior to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. What it was though is that I definitely wanted to go, and I was so certain. I'm like, well, I'm gonna be go- going to Chicago <laughs> because uh, they always play Chicago. And I'm like, well, if I want to be in Chicago, I'll, I'll just hit Nate up, and if it's late, I'll just crash at his place before I come back. Bingo. And if he wants to go, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll like you know, like like whatever. So yeah, I like I totally asked you, and then I remember, like y- you had said yes. 
but like the first time you heard anything off the new album other than what I sent you was in the car with me one day. Yeah. After a doctor's appointment that I went to that you came down here to do some podcast stuff mm -hmm. and then uh, we, we were jamming on it and you were digging it. Uh, yes. The album immediately spoke to me. Like I got it. And here's an interesting thing. And the, and they, in, you know, John talked about that, the VIP and again, we'll get into that later about the, um, incorruptible, not having a theme. Mm -hmm. It makes that album because they can play with multiple themes and tell multiple stories and hook me in all these different ways. And you go from songs like black flag to the veil to Raven wing to fucking seven headed whore, which is a banger of a song mm -hmm. i mean that's thrash incarnate you know what i'm saying like they get it great heathen army is an amazing opener for them i mean like there's so many things to to talk about from that album specifically that i was like fuck these guys are just they've got it like they've found their mojo with stew they're firing on all cylinders they've got new guys you told me mm -hmm. which i didn't know that at the time and being an iced earth fan i felt kind of shamed that i didn't know that all these changes had happened but you know it was just like I enjoyed Plagues, but it was like you. I didn't connect with it as much. There's maybe three or four songs that really give it to me. Like, it pushed me to the next level of, like, fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And Dystopia is not the same. I think Dystopia for me was more like a, um, wow, this new talent they found is showing off, and here's all the things you can do. Dystopia is honestly in my top three albums. Really? The, yeah. To, like, to me... Um, the three and it's hard to put them in any order, but it it's it's the dark saga. I'll, I'll just go in chronological. The dark saga is something wicked. This way it comes, and then it is dystopia. And now, incorruptibles is it's up there, but then it also has to contend with horror show, which is an amazing record. Oh, so God. it's like at that point now you're just like saying like. Now you're arguing with yourself too much. Apples to oranges. Exactly. Man. They're all great. And see, and it, it, it it's quite easily, easy, easily put that you know horror show was in dystopia spot. From the suburbs of Chicago and Illinois, this is the Paul Report with your host Andrew Paul. This is also from Cameron Kasky, the junior who had I talked about in that previous article. He said, Senator Rubik, you tell me um, right now that you will not accept a single donation from the NRA. Rubio's response did not appear to satisfy the audience. These positions I hold on the Second Amendment I've held since the day I entered office in the city of West Miami as an elected official. He said, adding people buy into my agenda. So it's kind of a f more information than what the other article shared about the NRA buying into his agenda and agenda, not the other way around. The Florida Senator also said that it's not the NRA's money that has a large impact on gun policy. The influence of these groups come not from money. The influence comes from the millions of people that agree with the agenda, the millions of Americans that support the NRA. When Senator Nelson was asked by junior Samantha Grady, who was shot twice at the school last week, what he would do to strengthen background checks, he said there are so many other things that can be done, but that when you get right down to it, the gun is what's, what is going to do the killing. Nelson added, I've always had guns, I've hunted all of my life, I still hunt with my son, but an AK-47 and an AR-15 is not for hunting, it's for killing. To uh, which furthered uh, Nelson's sentiment, challenging Rubio, who said there were too many loopholes in assault weapons bans. 
He said, if there is a problem with the assault weapons ban, if there was a problem with the way that was written, if there were too many loopholes for people trying to get around it to utilize, then let's bring up the assault rifle ban and close all the loopholes so we have a bill that keeps people safe. A National Rifle Association spokeswoman Dana Lesh offered the organization a response to the massacre. When asked by Emma Gonzalez, a senior at Major East Oman Douglas, it is, if it should be harder for people to obtain semi-automatic weapons, uh, Loesch focused on the mental state of those purchasing firearms. Speaking about the gunman, uh, Loesch said, I don't believe that this insane monster should have ever been able to obtain a firearm, ever. Loesch said that she spoke for herself and the millions of members of the NRA in saying that none of us support people who are crazy, who are in danger to themselves, who are in danger to others getting their hands on a firearm. The NRA does believe that there is a need to strengthen background checks and for state and federal law enforcement to follow up on red flags, such as social media postings, as a form of prevention. Loish also took aim at what she sees as flaws in the national instant criminal background check system, citing the fact that states are not federally mandated to report convictions to the system. The spokeswoman argued that last week's shootings, as well as one last November in Sutherland Springs, Texas, could have been prevented by more thorough reporting to the database. In Sutherland Springs, the gunman killed 26 was able to purchase firearms because the Air Force failed to submit his convictions on domestic abuse charges while enlisted. Uh, students, teachers, and parents of victims asked Loesch about the actions the NRA is taking to prevent more school shootings. Leish noted that the NRA supports banning bump stocks and promote safety in schools with its National School Shield program that focuses on improving school security and effort that help prevent national tragedies at educational institutions in America. It's up to the school and the parents of those schools if they choose to use those resources and use those suggestions. If schools want to have armed guards, if they want to have retired military, if they choose if they choose and teachers volunteer to be armed, that's up to each individual school. But they, if they also want a solution that doesn't involve firearms, if they want to talk about checkpoint systems, they want to talk about reinforcing doors, the NRA, our resources are at their disposal, she said. Leish was joined on stage by Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel, who responded to President Trump's comments in which he supported arming teachers with firearms and said, I don't believe teachers should be armed, I believe teachers should teach, but that's exactly what's wrong with this country. When asked about raising the age limit for purchasing firearms, Loesch defends the NRA's position. And one thing they talked about here was arming teachers, which I'm personally against. I think it's opening the door for other problems. If a SWAT team or other police or military enter and they see a person with a gun... They're probably going to shoot first and ask questions later. They don't know that it's necessarily a teacher unless they have a book in their hand with all the pictures that have guns. It's just it's creating more problems. And I think if you're having a teacher use a gun to protect her classroom and then shooting her for having a gun and looking suspicious, and that's just creating more problems than solutions. That's my personal opinion, and you're, everyone else is welcome to theirs. Um, so regarding the arming teachers... President Donald Trump suggested Wednesday during a listening session with survivors and family members of school shootings that arming teachers could be one solution to stopping tragedy. An attack has lasted on average about three minutes. It takes five to eight minutes for responders for police to come in. If you had a teacher who was adept at firearms, they could very well end the attack very quickly. Trump said at the event, flanked by two teenage girls who survived the school shooting last week in Parkland, Florida. The good thing about that, you will have a lot of people that would be armed that would be ready. Trump also expressed desire to strengthen background checks and is reportedly considering rating, raising the age limit to buy certain types of guns. Trump also announced on Tuesday that he was signing a memorandum directing Attorney General Jeff Sessions to implement regulations banning bump stocks, modifications that increase the rate of fire for semi-automatic rifles, 
Six students who survived last week's shooting at Major Soman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, attended the event accompanied by their parents and Christine Hunchofsky, the mayor of Parkland. Two parents who lost their first grade children during the shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary in 2012 and founded a gun violence prevention group, Nicole Hockley and Mark Barden, were in attendance. So were students, teachers, and parents from three local Washington, D.C. schools, Thurgood Marshall Academy, Friendship Public Charter School, and Parkmont, some of which recounted their own losses and experiences with gun violence. We want to learn everything we can learn, and starting with starting about two minutes after this meeting, we're going to work. Trump told those in attendance, you're gone through extraordinary pain and we don't want others to go through this kind of pain you've gone through. It wouldn't be right. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders told reporters on Tuesday that the president would be discussing a wide range of issues with those attending the session. One of the things that the president wants to do is make sure that he sits down with a number of people from across all fronts, she said. We want to make sure that we're meeting and talking with as many people that not only are affected, but that play in this process as possible. Trump asked those in attendance what they thought about his suggestion to arm teachers, some like Hunter Pollock, whose 18-year-old sister Meadow was killed in the Parkland shooting last week, concurred with Trump's assent. He said having more armed people on campus could have saved his sister's life. But others explicitly disagreed. Rather than arm them with a firearm, I would rather arm them with the knowledge of how to prevent these acts from happening in the first place, said Hockley. Barden, whose wife is a school teacher and could not attend the session, told Trump. Her experiences showed why he was wrong. She has spent more than a decade in the Bronx. She will tell you that school teachers have spent more than enough res- have she will tell you that school teachers have spent more than enough responsibility then to have the awesome responsibility of lethal force to take a life. He said as the room filled with a smattering of applause. Nobody wants to see a shootout in a school and a drained sociopath on his way to commit an act of murder in a school. Knowing the outcome is going to be suicide is not going to care if there is someone there with a gun. That's their plan anyway. And kind of going further into this article, uh, or a separate article about the same topic, uh, Fix It and Anguish Father Andrew Pollock told Trump as he stood and told the story of the murder of his daughter Meadow, It should have been one school shooting and we should have fixed it. I'm pissed. You don't want... To be me. No parent does, said Nicole Hockley, whose six-year-old son was murdered in the 2012 shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary. You have the ability to save lives today. Please don't waste this. She was seated next to Sam Zeef, who text messages with his 14-year-old brother, who was also the Florida shooting school during the shooting, went viral online. On Wednesday, Zeef spoke through tears, saying he not understand why it's so easy to buy an AR-15, the kind of gun used in the Parkland shooting, and many others over the past few years. How is it that, how is it that easy to buy this type of weapon? How have we not stopped this after Columbine, after Sandy Hook? We need to do something, said Zeev, whose best friend was murdered. I'm here to use my voice because I know he can't. Another parent, Carrie Gruber, recounted his son's text to him as the shooter attacked Stoneman Douglas last week, saying, If something happens, I love you. Gruber called for raising the gun, the age for gun purchases. If he's not old enough to buy a drink, he should not be able to buy a gun at 18 years old. This is That's just common sense. Trump told the group he would do something about this horrible situation that's going on in America, and that he hoped to figure it out together with those students, teachers, and parents gathered at the White House. We don't want others to go through this kind of pain that you've gone through, Trump said. A memorial for Meadow Pollock, one of the victims of the shooting in a park in Parkland, Florida, on Friday. Um, sorry, that's not really tied to the article. Uh, Trump spoke about potential solutions to address the violence, expressing support for arming school officials and teachers and backing ending gun-free zone, which he said are a sign to shooters that let's go in and let's attack because bullets aren't coming back at us. 
The president concealed, conceded that concealed carry only works with people who are very adept at using firearms, but said that if one of the brave coaches in Parkland who tried to stop the shooter had a gun, he could have shot the shooter instead of running at him. Red meat, we crave sustenance. Guys, we are not invading my aunt. talking about what we wanted to eat for lunch today when originally everybody was you know we were planning on still having the podcast all together and whatnot <clears throat> but we were talking about having tacos like el guero's tacos which we talked about on the last time or the last time everybody was here and we were thinking it would be funny play on names like uh, guillermo del taco or el guero's del toro you know yeah yeah because yeah. we watched uh, the shape of water today finally for the first Man. time Whoa. Wow, that was a really good movie. Uh, let's just start there. Sure. We, you well, start first, with I, I guess I'll preface by saying we didn't end up having tacos. We ended up having Euros. Yeah. From another place that we really like that actually delivers to us. Euro. Which, y- Euromo. Stuff, <laughs> how are you going to say it? Guillermo. Euro. Euro. I'll, I'll figure it out. I, I said it earlier. Yeah, the taco one worked better. Yeah. Oh, wow. Euro del Toro. Gyro. Greek tacos. We had Greek tacos today. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We did have Greek tacos today. It was yeah, uh, the stuffed pepper in uh, Hammond, Indiana. Pretty good. Crazy shout out to that place. It was so flavorful and tasty. And, and the fries were actually crispy and they were delivered. And that's what? Uh, a rare feat in these these here parts. They didn't forget the pop. True. And Amazingly. we got plenty of extra feta, <laughs> which yeah. is important. It's uh, It was my first time, I think, actually having stuffed pepper. Usually you guys order that carry out when i'm not home yeah so we never feel like driving you're like our chauffeur <laughs> of course we're all up here well i mean you know that's just how it goes i like driving you guys around so uh you know we decided to go with the euros today and you've had them before from there right mm-hmm. so you kind of consistently have, good. you have a learned opinion what do you think of the talk or the of the heroes from the stuffed pepper I like them. I think they're pretty good. The pitas are always like warm and toasty. I love how they um, put everything uh, together in their little carryout boxes. Everything's neat and tidy and orderly, which I appreciate because I'm a freak. And the one thing that I would change is I, I'm not a big red pepper fan or red onion fan just because it gives me heartburn. I mean, I like the flavor. I like the spiciness. I like the crunch, but I get like mad heartburn. The after effect is just like, oh, yeah. God, if I was going to put your or onions on my ears, I'd want them to be like Vidalia onions. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, but they have to be raw. I'd love to go that route. We had the fries and there was some hummus. and Ooh, and the seasoned fries were so good and crispy. Then I we put that. Uh, have we talked about the Frank's Red Hot Sauce on the show yet? I don't know. I can't remember. I have a terrible memory. So we've established that the honey sriracha. They're not. No, it's it's, honey hun- it's garlic. It's honey garlic hot get, sauce. Get it, I'll get it out of the fridge. You, you get them. it. You get it out of the fridge. I'll keep discussing. So, anyways, we use this sauce on like everything. It's the most um, multi-purpose. It is the um, blood type O of hot sauces because it goes with everything stinging honey garlics hot sauce from red hot oh my god it'll change your life and we've put only that ha- shit on everything we've only had this bottle i want to say two and a half weeks and we're halfway through it yeah so 
It, it literally goes with everything. Chicken, yeah, the goes chicken with it. was really good. Rice we, goes with I it. Did, we dipped our French fries in it today. French fries were delicious. It has like an, it could it could be like Asian. It could be a, a it could be anything. It, it's it, the perfect condiment. It really is. And you know, we also well have done. another sauce by these guys we haven't cracked open yet, which is the sweet and sour hot sauce. Oh yeah, I haven't tried um, that one yet. No, we haven't at all. It's still locked up mm. with the seal on it. You know, I, I've i kind of been in the mode lately when I go to the store, and I don't know if this is something you do, but when I go to the grocery store, um, especially with how much I'm like into hot sauce now, uh-huh. if I see something that's cheap or something I know I'm going to like or something that was maybe featured on Hot Ones, mm-hmm. uh, I go and I get it because usually hot sauces are like fifty. Yeah. Like until you get to the really crazy specialty brand of hot sauce that are trying yeah. to murder your insides. It's like a niche market. And let's talk about that for a second because I had a horrible fucking experience with hot sauce oh, yeah. last please, weekend. Please recount the story. I did this for you all so you could all hear about how horrible it was. You were a fucking champ. Yeah. Uh, so I no guess hesitation. I, I, I just did it. I, I guess I should kind of start the story and lead up to the part of the story where you jumped in and got crazy. I didn't get crazy, but you can tell you the story. You did jump in and get crazy. I was not expecting that. That was like... <laughs> it, it, and I'll it, never it, fucking do it again. If there How about were, that? If there, no, no, it was a good thing. I'm just saying it was like... It was a... It was um. If I could give a letter better than A for effort, like, you know, I don't know if you've played like a lot of Capcom games. When you do perfect, you get an S, not an A. Does it look like I've played a lot of Capcom games? Yes. <laughs> Actually, busted. <laughs> you do, because you have. Uh, like Street Fighter Called and stuff, out. you know? Yeah, that's okay. fine. Right. So anyways, we are, we were down in Brando's neck of the woods to see Black Panther. We had the network meeting and all these things were going on. You and Sarah and I decided we were going to grab some food before we went and saw Black Panther. We Which was went, excellent, by the way. The movie or the food? The movie. Both. The food was good, but I couldn't taste it after what happened. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting there. So we both ordered the... We ordered a split beer cheese pub sub sandwich thing yeah from it was steak and beer cheese firehouse and, like onions and shit yeah Ooh, it was good it was really good it needed to be on a pretzel bun though firehouse subs just saying i agree with that a wholeheartedly i think that that would be the one way to level up that sandwich because right. it was close it was almost like the perfect sandwich it was but almost the bun there. was a little bit soggier than i think i would have liked it right because there was so much freaking sauce on it and it needs a heavier is really heavier heavy bun. and pretzel bun all the exactly. way exactly so we're sitting there eating and i was probably maybe three or four bites, three quarters of the way done with my sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I take big bites. Yes, you do. And uh, I looked over, and, and the cool thing about when you go to Firehouse Subs is they have a counter hot sauce. Yeah. It's like, hey, come try these hot sauces. That's and, nice. And they don't just you like... a select variety and they hot don't, sauce. And they don't blind bag you, right? Mm. They actually number them so you can know how fucked up you're about to get. Right. And it's like one to ten. So I always go to when we go to Firehouse. I always look for the tens, and I try I whatever. You're gonna make a spinal tap joke and say eleven. Oh uh, well, I, you know they don't have an eleven, but I really wish they did. But they probably <laughs> would have to like make people sign waivers at that point, and they like yeah, yeah. they get their limit of hot sauce, which maybe they peaked their limit with what happened. But anyways, um, so I look over and I see a ten, and I'm like, oh, I have to try this ten, and I run over and I don't remember what the sauce was. It was just some new hot sauce I'd not even ever heard of. Hold on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try this. And as I'm looking at this bottle of hot sauce, my eye catches another 10. But I immediately know the hot sauce and desperately need to have it in my life because it's the second hottest sauce on Hot Ones. 
It's my favorite Mad Dog 357. I have had the Mad Dog 357 Silver Label, which is 750,000 Scoville units. This hot sauce is 357,000 Scoville units. That's why it's Mad Dog 357, right? Correct. So I, of course, bring it over and I was like, oh my God, you guys, you'll never believe what I found here. In the wild. In the wild. Here's Mad Dog 357. And this is from Hot Ones, uh, First We Feast show that we like to watch yeah, about on Hot YouTube, Wings. Yeah. Uh, which actually featured, interestingly enough, here's a weird correlation. Oh, yeah, Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan, Jordan was yeah. the guest on this past episode last week. Uh, of course, there will be Check new it out on YouTube. It's pretty funny. Every Thursday. Absolutely. So um, we go and we get, get I, the 357. I, I, I picked the Mad Dog 357 and I just put like a, a decent dab on my plate thing, whatever foil whatever the fuck parchment paper thing it was your plate and i dip my sandwich and i go for it and there's still a sizable amount of sauce and you just dipped with no hesitation that was stupid wow i was so impressed like legitimately i was like holy shit she does not realize what she got into because i was already deep in it at that point (laughs) and i was like oh she's not about to have a fun time no and i didn't i did it because i wasn't thinking i was just like Mad Dog 357. I watch Hot Ones. I'm just going to fucking try it. And I did. And I was like, okay, that was really stupid. You just, you did the Eddie Chung thing. Well, I knew that it was going to be hot and that it was going to be horrible, but no fear. You didn't respect the sauce. No. Well. Now you do. I don't respect that sauce. It's not fucking food. (laughs) It's not real food. I don't respect that sauce. It's not. No, it was horrible. It burnt the whole side of my tongue. So like, I guess I should preface by saying, because I'm an idiot, you know, I bit my tongue a lot while I sleep. And oh, so yeah. like my tongue was kind of hurting anyway. And then it just lit it on fire, you know. Amplifies where, like, the pain and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And then I couldn't taste the rest of my food and it was still hurting by the time we got to the movie theater, like half, like 20 minutes later, half hour later. And um, yeah, I... I didn't like it, and I won't do it again. I loved it. I thought the flavor was great. There was no loved. flavor. There was, it was flavor. Just it smelled immediate really good, too. Immediate stink. That was the thing. Like, I smelled it because you were like, uh, are you sure you want to do that? Because I like, just dunked my fucking sandwich in it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. It's no big deal. It smells good. And then I did it, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started sweating. I started like hating myself, and I was like, borderline starting to panic because i was thinking that it wasn't ever gonna end and the pop wasn't helping my my bready ass sandwich wasn't helping yeah you can't escape the Ooh. sauce once it's in there and no the, cra- the crazy it thing was in is, there good you have you to think me. though you have to re- you have to like i have to give props to you because that is a legit fucking hot sauce we're gonna we're fuck gonna, the sodomites in the I would get bored and I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like I'm super attractive, but like I got to a point where I had like the most matches I ever had were like, uh, I think like 60 something at one time and I would just go through and I'd look at their profile and say something fucking random to them. Like this girl, for instance, 
It's not even like anything super even funny or original. It was just something stupid. Like this girl, I just fucking like, oh hi Mark, and then she replied with what? And I'm like, oh it's just a movie reference, and then we started talking, and that was cool. And then there's one specific one that we started this conversation to talk about, mm-hmm. and she's extra thickness. Like two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, onion, pickles on a sesame seed bun. Mm hmm. Actually, funny enough, I I did super like this girl, but she messaged me first. Well, tell us about it. Mm hmm. Uh, basically, I was just chilling in my apartment. Down in the hood? Uh, down in the hood. Actually, funny enough, I've kind of like looked. Like, kind of similar, like, part of this, but not part of this. Um, I started talking to this girl, right? But before that, there was another girl that I was, like, talking to that, like, I was going to start hanging out with her. But I matched with this girl and talked with this girl a lot, and I kind of ghosted that girl. And I told you that it was stupid to drive a long way. No, not, not her. This is even after that. Yeah, this, this was, did I show you the girl with, like, the funny nose? <laughs> no. Here I got you. But go, but go on about the the one that you were, that you ghosted the other one for. I didn't really ghost her. Like we we were just. I talked to her. Like I honestly talked to her. I was all right. You pseudo ghosted her. Let's ghosted her. Let's hear about this new girl. Oh, uh, new girl. She's. I super liked her. She replied. She was like hi, and she sent a smiley face. So I was talking to her. Emojis is like instant. Yeah, you're she, in. She wants it. She sends an emoji. She's put it out. You gonna take that dick? <laughs> you gonna take it? You gonna get all that dick? Uh, yeah. She said hi. And Terrible I, movie. She said hi, but I sometimes I have like I don't I don't have notifications from Snapchat. So I opened it up, and uh, I opened it up the day after Valentine's Day, and I replied with, "Oh shit." Happy late Valentine's Day. And then, uh... Yeah, we just started talking about random shit. A good, a greatest idea for a first date. Invite them and be like, hey, you want to go to Goodwill with me? <laughs> right? I've Noted. never been, I've never been denied a Goodwill date. <laughs> Fact. My, my very first Tinder date was on Valentine's Day. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. We went to IHOP, which I just happened to... I was living at the Doom Room at the time, which is not even two minutes away from IHOP, so... Right. It was very convenient. (laughs) Fun fact about my life. Basically, we were just talking and, like, random stuff, like... Oh, like, uh, I told her, like, hey, we could hang out sometime and fucking... Go to Cold Stone and get ice cream and something stupid like that, and then we could go to Goodwill and hang out. And she was like, "That's a good idea." And she's like, "So, uh, does she have lockjaw?" <laughs> I, I don't know. Did she get tetanus? <laughs> yeah, she she got stabbed with a rusty nail. And now she can't talk. That's why she. <laughs> that's why she's stupid to my level. All right, fair enough. But uh, yeah, she was she was pretty chill and. We were just talking, and she asked me, like, uh, 
what town I live in. I'm like, oh, I live in Lafayette, but I used to live in uh, Burlington. If you, she's ever been there, and she's like, oh yeah, I I know where you're at. She's like, I live in Flo- uh, Frankfurt. And I was like, oh, I go to Frankfurt all the time because like. I was like, I even go to this, like, one little restaurant called Milky Way, which is a cool place to hang out sometimes and eat food after you get fucking gorded. And, uh... (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, so that was cool. And then, uh, I was like, so you got a Snapchat? Because I always say, hey, you got a Snapchat because talking on Tinder kind of sucks ass. Yes. And, uh, so she was like, sure, add me. So I added her, and, like, we just talked normally for a few days. And it was... Wait. Bueller. Okay, never mind. Uh, basically, yeah, we got Tinder, and we were talking about random things. I showed her, like, she she likes art and stuff, so I showed her, like, some of my, uh, like, some of the shit I made in ceramics. And she thought it was really cool, and she showed me some stuff. We just talked normally. Like, I... I was like, oh, she's hot, but I have really don't have much intention to uh, meet up with her. But then there's a fateful night that I decided to hang out. Oh, I decided to hang out with uh, Nate. Thank you. And uh, I was just hanging out with him, getting a little drunk. Was and, this this last Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, he was, get, <laughs> he was getting crunk. Is this when you tried to deadlift a car? I never actually tried to deadlift a car. He was getting hit. Hey, okay, so today I asked him if he wanted to be on the show today. He's like, I don't know, my back hurts. It still fucking hurts. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, it's okay. I'll get you a real chair this time. He's, yeah. And, no. and then he called it. He's like, what, a wooden chair from the fucking kitchen? <laughs> I'm like, yes, exactly, actually. I was, and he's, I was like, what the fuck did you try to do? Deadlift a car, like, with improper form? And I just fucking leaned over, like... <laughs> leg, leg straight fucking back bent over but yeah i went i went to nate's house i had a lot of fun played some beer pong talked to some random people mostly just drink try and drink as much alcohol as i can and uh yeah eventually it got to the point where for some reason there was like a little crawl space like uh underneath near like he has a basement but then there's a crawl space attached to it and for some reason i was obsessed with like living in there like a hobbit or something <laughs> I don't know why, but it looking back on it, it makes me laugh. Basically, I got I got really drunk and I went home and I was just I was talking to this girl normally and uh I'm still scrolling up because for some reason she shaved she saved all of our chat so far. She wanted to use it again. <laughs> I'm still sc- oh wait, this is where it's starting. Yep. Are you going to read the whole thing? Maybe. We don't have time for that. Oh. I'm putting my foot down. We're, yeah. we're, we're past the two-hour mark. <laughs> okay. Basically, I was like... You can read some of it. Okay, we were talking about meeting, and uh, I for some reason, I was kind of feeling horny, so I was like... Show me your tarts! No, I was like... Uh, <laughs> It, Are you Randy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you Randy. <laughs> and I said, I still am scrolling up. What the <laughs> fuck? This is drunk. I, drunk happens. 
No, this isn't even drunk. Like, this is us talking for the past week. For some reason, she sh- she saved all of it. She shaved? She did shave. I'm glad. Happy for you. And uh, it ended up like uh, we were ta- starting to flirt around and shit. And it started as... Uh, it started as like, oh, the things I want to do to you. Ah. That's what that's what I said. The and things. Then, yeah, and then and all it, the things. All the things that it, they. It kind of sounds do. weird out of context, but there was good context to it. But <laughs> there was good context. <laughs> but she was like, "Oh, elaborate." Possible alternative title. <laughs> good context. She. Uh... Oh no! God fucking damn it! Never mind, I'm not rage. I, I can't read it because I scrolled all the way to the top of our conversation finally, and then I accidentally swiped left and exited the chat. So when I went back in, I was all the way back at the bottom. So it's pointless now. Basically, God, you're a piece of shit. I know. I, I am a piece of shit, and I'm mad now, and I can't talk like a rage. normal functioning human either. Uh, Basically, like, I was like, oh shit, I'm really horny, and I just want to say the nastiest, (laughs) most vulgar fucking Fifty Shades of Grey shit. So I was talking about, like, uh... Let's hear this. (laughs) Yeah, I think it it started off as, uh... I want to shove my entire head in your vagina! You know, it started off, like... Shoulder deep! (laughs) Shoulder deep is pretty intense. I want to shit in your ass. All right, so I got some records here, and the last episode was titled Vinyl Addicts Podcast, because of how long I tangented about about collecting vinyl. And it kind of dawned on me that I'm kind of stealing the Metal Jesus's uh, gimmick, because he he makes videos about collecting video games, and then he also does the the rare video like him collecting vinyl. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely doing some gimmick infringement here, but it's cool because I'm getting Sorry, into Metal it. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the Metal Judas. How about that? <laughs> okay, so Iced Earth to me is like I disagree with you on the fact uh, on, on their heaviness because they remind me much more of like a balanced like Metallica type thing. Because they like all like, the songs I've heard from them have been pretty pretty heavy. Like okay, so first two songs are pretty heavy. Raven Wing is more of a balladish. The Veil is this weird ballad, uh, and then like like it's all kind of straight up. Like Seven Headed Horror is the heaviest song on here. Yeah, on this album for the Incorruptible record for for Ice Earth, and that that song will remind you of like Slayer and uh, Testament. But that's also Seven Headed Horror is like one of the heaviest songs Ice Earth's ever written. Really? Yes. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so I got this. Now, if anybody listens to Journey in the Comics over there on the Journey in the Comics network, you'll know that this week's episode is called Iced Earth and the and the Uberman. Yeah. And uh, me and Nate, for the last half of that episode, just gush on our trip down to Indy, and we went and saw Iced Earth, one of my like my favorite bands besides Metallica. Right. Like those, like when I was going through my musical journey, I, I hung my head on Metallica and said, "This is my band." I got into some other bands, Metallica. You know, then I went to Megadeth and then Pantera and then some Maiden. I love all those bands, but as far as like my band, this was the next one that was my band. 
Yeah. You know, that these guys spoke to me in the ways that, you know, other people didn't. And, and so well, one thing I did get is the collectible art book for Incorruptible. And it's a two 10-inch vinyl set. If I can try and get this out. Because it's it, because it's an art book first. Yes. But this is the limited see-through transparent orange, which matches the flame color scheme, which I love. It looks fantastic. Oh, it looks beautiful. And uh, so this comes with the two 10-inch. Uh, the album's on, like, you know, obviously on the two. It also comes with the CD. So if you don't own this, like, it's a great way to get that as well. But then it's like... But you, more than likely, you're not going to buy this because this is a limited run of 200 only. Well, okay, so uh, for the orange one, it's 200. They have a red one, and they have a gold one. Oh, okay. And you could get those in other, uh, other places online. It's still pretty limited. Because I want to say that as far as the art book in itself, only 3,000 in the world exist. But for the orange one, only 200. Right. And I wanted the orange because... Yee. The color scheme. Yee. And uh, and the artwork on this is absolutely gorgeous. I fucking love the artwork for this album. Uh, I love I love the cover with their mascot set kind of getting... It's like their version of getting burned at the stake. Yes. Uh, and he has that like that evil grin. They got an artist. Uh, I want to say John, the guy in the main guy of the band, called him Tattoo Dave. Tattoo Dave. And he did all the artwork. And of course, you have like some interliner notes, and but then you also get these great big full page, which is views amazing of the artwork. And for each song has its own piece of art, right? You know, and and definitely some of these, like like the one I just showed on camera, if you could see it, is, is like a Viking dude. Yeah, and like that could be the album cover. Is that the one where he's decapitating? Yeah, the... he's like yeah, he's fucking swinging the axe. Yeah, that could be the album cover. It's bad. easy, you know. It's amazing, but and. So I got this. This was expensive. <laughs> but I actually saved my money from taxes from what I had left specifically. For, for specifically to get this and a shirt. Yes. So I went down there with money in my pocket. And I went down there and I said, I want this. He goes, that'll be 75. And I'm like, you can have anything but my firstborn. <laughs> and he's like, right on. Anything else? I'm like, I think I'm going to get a shirt, but I don't know which one. And I decided on the on the on the Viking one, which is uh, that song is called "Great Heathen Army." Right. Um, that's the shirt. And then a little bit later on, uh, after the show was over, I kind of decided I wanted another one, and I picked up uh, just a regular album art tour right. shirt because I haven't actually got a tour shirt from the band since the first time I saw them. Huh. Because when I got the VIP the other two times, you got exclusive VIP T-shirts for each one. And since both me and Kate went, I got two two T-shirts each time. Right. And you know she'll wear it every once in a while, but it's like I, if I have two copies of the same shirt, so right. But now it's like I I got the I got the Heathen Army shirt, and I'm like oh, I kind of want a tour date shirt. I know like everybody gets that, but it's like I love the album, I love the cover art, and that's what it is. And also I love the fact that. The logo is kind of like just like faded out. My very first Easter shirt from 04 is naturally faded everywhere. And you know how like, oh, the, the art starts flaking off and printing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that didn't do that at all. And it just slowly faded and melted into the black. So the black just kind of comes out a little bit. It's like, it's the most beautiful like just like faded shirt <laughs> I've ever owned, man. 
and but it's got holes and it's like time to retire. So if you want to hear the full story of our experience at the Eister show, great experience. It's probably one of my best uh, concert going experiences of my life. Definitely go check out the journey in the comics episode because we spent an hour gushing about it and we are so tired. Yeah. We, we got done recording the episode at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I didn't get to bed till after five this morning, but, uh, that's when you're normally heading to work. I know. And, <laughs> and you know what? Uh, some of the guys that went with us or was met us there, they were getting up for work and I talked to Joe. Yeah. He told me a little bit. And he's like, uh. but here's the pick. I, it's not going to show up on camera. I'll take a picture of it and put it on our Instagram, uh, game addicts play. But there, there's a whole story about how I got the pick. So, so I got this album out just around lunchtime, put it on my player. I got it set up and it doesn't work right on my player. Because you do not have the proper player. Maybe, maybe not. I got to, I got to look into it. Okay. Uh, I got to really do my homework. I didn't have time today. Right. Okay. Uh, because I, you know, I had to come into town of course we're doing our show and, uh, I was a little bit pressed. I tried a few things and it didn't work and it just played it too fast. I have my, uh, my player has two settings, 45 and 33. Those are the main settings. It says when, whenever you get an album, it'll say on it. 33 and a third RPM. So that's what it needs to be set at. Right. These right here uh, are at 45. Right. Okay. So I set it on there, 33, and it was just too fast. 45 was way too slow. And so 33, and I tried a few things to move it around. My player only has a 12-inch and a 7-inch. This is a 10-inch, so I got to manually move the needle, which is fine. But it wasn't playing right. Maybe I'll work on it. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I'll get it figured out. But my goal was always to get the regular black version of this album, so that way this one could stay a collector's item. Right. You know, I was thinking maybe I'll play it a few times and then just put it up, and I'll get the black one. That one's heard on camera. It, 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 that one might got our, my, that one might have got you know picked up by the mics, but I figured, you know, this is bothering me. Oh, the hair. You you, you 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 didn't get it. Try again. There you go. Yeah, so I was gonna get it eventually. I was just gonna kind of sleep on it and pick it up whenever because it's the album's still pretty new. You know, I I just recently picked up the last album uh, before this one and I had zero problem finding it. Right. So I was like, I got a couple years yet. Right. But when it didn't play right, I'm like, I guess I go buy it. So that's yeah. what I did. I went to the record store before I got to here today, and I picked up the regular version of the album. It's, you know, I have no qualms. Uh, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go home tonight, and I want to throw this on, and I want to hear what this sounds like on vinyl. Because the album's great. I've jammed this album. I know all the fucking words. Know nearly every song. It's great. This is probably man. It's it's hard to rate. It's hard to rate. Uh, albums for bands that you just love the catalog yes um i end up rating songs there's that usually how I do this it. album has six songs on here that are definite plays for me every time i listen to it there are three songs in the like middle that i could probably skip depending on the mood right but like 
the whole first side A, and then two songs on side B, and then side C. Is it, is it? Wait. There's no side D on this. Does it have all the songs? Yeah. Because it's a larger vinyl. It is, but... See, now I want to open it and figure out what the hell's well, on Open it because I'm going to pull a mic. Mike's got to go pee. So, yeah, so Brando's going to open up this vinyl, and it's... What are you doing? I tried to push them. I tried to did, push did them. Did you step on it? I didn't. I did not step on it. I tried to push them, and it made a noise that scared me. Do you have a knife? Of course I do. Thank you, sir. So yeah, I'm definitely going to open this up because I am just a little bit curious about what the hell is on that side D. You all right in there, pal? He made like a guttural grunt sound. Yeah, like there's like tape on this damn thing. That's why I need a knife. Somebody taped the plastic on here. Like, it's still sealed. Like, it still has, like, the stickers on it and everything. But, um, it's definitely, uh, taped and that's why it's a little difficult to get. Oh, I am so curious about why the songs are only on, 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 on three sides. There's a longer song at the very end of the album and I was for certain that, that just that one song was gonna be on there. Holy crap, dude. You got you got ducks in here that I should know about. Here's your knifey. You just, just close this. I tried to, and then I didn't want to hurt this. Okay, so you know how to. Okay, so side D. Here we go. I'm gonna pull this one out. Oh. <laughs> All right. So this came with an extra large book that has the Ooh. artwork. Also, same artwork. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I still love that. Dude, that Viking artwork. That Viking artwork is badass. The undead Viking. I like the seven-headed core. Absolutely. So yeah, that's just the art. Like, there's nothing else. All right. Come here, buddy. So now we got side C. Oh. Oh, that's wicked. That is sweet. So on side D, instead of the music, it has artwork. It has engraved into the vinyl the dude that's on the cover, Set Abomine, their mascot. Whoa. I just got a nerd boner. Anyway, he stumbled upon this couple who are really into anal. <laughs> like, 
he he fists her with both arms. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In the same. In, in, in her butt, both arms. Both are in, in her butt. butt. Holy fuck! Yeah, like parting the Red Sea. Type. Yeah, and they have this dildo, which in and of itself mm. is quite large. Um, but then it has the ability to expand. I love watching those, but I don't want to. I don't know if I want to see this one. Brandon and I both were like, "I never want any of this to happen to me." I mean, what about diapers and stuff when you're older? Because I just feel like eventually, what bad things are going to happen if you can? Oh, if you stretch out your butthole too much. Yeah. Okay. I was like, "Where is she going with diapers?" Um, I'm not into that. <laughs> I'm not into that either. But that's where I feel like that's where that's leading yeah. to. Well, I mean, they'll be able to keep on with the porn, I guess. Um, anyway, Brandon and I were both like, I don't want any of this to happen to me, but I'm strangely turned on by it. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to find it and show it to you. But that's I when we were here the other day. That's what I was trying to tell you about and then completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my not so funny, but still kind of amusing porn story. Yeah. I've seen so much porn like that. But I totally get the not wanting to do that, but being strangely turned on by it thing. Right. Like, you know how I'm terrified of water? Do you like watching waterboarding? No. <laughs> oh, it seems like something you might no. enjoy. <laughs> I'm so offended. No, <laughs> but, no you're not. <laughs> but yeah, I have this weird fear of drowning. Like it's my number one thing. That's how I don't want to die. You right? know, is drowning. Fuck drowning. But I get so turned on by this. There's this one video that I found, and he just shoves her head underwater, and he's still fucking her from behind, and it really turned me on. But if someone did that to me, I'd probably fucking piss myself and have a panic attack. You know, <laughs> like. And Please then don't kill me. And then cry <laughs> for days, and then go into a coma, come back, cry about it again, and never do it. You go into a coma from crying. <laughs> what happened? She went into a coma from crying. That's possible. <laughs> we don't know. Tell us. Well, anyway, that got really personal. <laughs> When do we not? Right. Speaking of personal. Yes. I'm highly offended by my birthday present. <laughs> because you hate Bambi. I love Bambi. Okay. So anyway, it was my birthday recently. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. You're still not as old as me. Well, you get older every year, too. <laughs> so it's never going to happen. So... My dad decided that I needed one plate for my birthday. Just one. <laughs> Singular. And he, before he presents it, he tells me, I remember as a kid you hated Bambi because the mother died. So I got you this plate. And it's a plate with a deer on it. <coughs> like, 
How shitty is that? Like, I don't understand what that, where that was going. Here's this movie that may or may not have been traumatizing for you. Have a memory of it. Yeah. Like, I like that movie. I can handle it now, but as a kid... I've still never seen it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. There's a, there's a surprisingly large number of movies I have not seen. You know, I have the same problem. And, you know, I didn't start watching actual Disney movies until I was almost an adult. When I was a kid, I had the off-brand ones. The ones that were like, they're kind of Disney, but they're fucking not. There, there was one on Netflix, and it was called Brave, and it was about a red-haired princess of some sort. But then it said in the description, not affiliated with Disney's Brave or something like that. And I was like, you don't say. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, obviously. But, like, oh, man. Yeah, like, off-brand Cinderella had brown hair, and it just, it was the exact same fucking story, but just totally different. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I had on, you know, VHS back in the day. I remember letting those go, and I wasn't sure if I was upset or happy about it. I still have some of my, like, original VHS. I have Stephen King's It on VHS still. I've got, like, most of my Disney movies because my mom saved them. And somehow they escaped the basement floods because there were more than one um, unscathed. I'm Hmm. shocked. Yeah. Wow. You know, some other stuff might not have, but like all of my baby clothes. Oh. Yeah. My grandma, I guess, bought me a baby Dior um, outfit. And it's like, because back in the 80s, they still took pictures of you at the hospital uh, they, it's my hospital picture. I suppose into the nineties they did that, but they just, they don't do it now. Yeah. They don't, Cause the babies don't really leave the mom all that much. So, and everything else is tagged or whatever, but yeah. So I was wearing a baby Dior gown in my hospital picture and I would have liked that for Wyatt, but. I do not have it, unfortunately. But it is what it is. <laughs> I have lots that's, of other stuff. That's true. And that's fine. Yeah. I always this. tell them about it. Yeah. There was this picture that you can't see, but here's the story. <laughs> and now you don't get to see this picture ever. I could post it on Instagram. I have the picture. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's already scanned. Like, I scanned in a whole bunch of old photos. Oh, that's smart. It's already scanned. Um, So, yeah, I could post on Instagram. Someone will have to remind me. (laughs) Okay. But we actually, we we came up with a topic for today. I know. For once, we we actually, like, plan something. But first, we have to take a quick um, break. Sorry. Okay. So this week we thought we would talk about just, we were going to do like our top five best and possibly worst things to watch when you're high. Um, and then neither of us did our homework. <laughs> um, so now we're just going to talk about stuff that we like to watch when we're high. And we're going to tell you a little bit about why. So would you like to go first? Your list is much longer than mine. <laughs> I have so many things. <laughs> Because I didn't do my list until three minutes ago. That's true. <laughs> my my top five is actually a top ten. <laughs> and then I have a nope five, and it's two. 
But the entire Evil Dead franchise, okay. all of it, we already know that. Yes. But. We've done that one. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. I'm really excited for season three that comes out on the 25th. She's going to binge it. Yeah. That is a show that I will sit and I will not shower anything. I will watch it. She's going to be doing chain mail for 27 hours in a row. Oh, no. I'm going to be glued to the screen. I'm going to be glued. And it. When we watched it that one girl's night. Oh, yes. I like the old one and the new one. Um, I don't think I've ever seen the old one all the way through, but I did really enjoy the new one. It was very good. Yeah. Spoiler alert in the very beginning. Everyone knows. I think it's in the commercial. When his arm gets ripped off. It's just a million times funnier. I don't know why. Uh, Yeah, no, it's, it was genuinely hilarious. We went to go see it in theaters. And, you know, everyone was pretty silent during that part or maybe a gasp. And I'm just like, ha! Yeah. The I think worst. I laughed when it came up on a screen. Pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> so, my first one is Broad City, which, duh, we're girls who smoke weed. Of course, we like to watch girls who smoke weed. Or at least I do. Joanna's not so gung-ho about Broad City. <laughs> um, but I quite enjoy it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Veronica from Foodies is who got me into the show. We were up there record. I think I was pregnant, and Brandon was recording, and we were doing some shopping for baby or something, and I watched Broad City and fell in love, but it did not have Hulu at the time, so I had to wait to actually continue watching it, and now I'm in love because, thankfully, Gretchen lets us mooch off of her Hulu account. That I still haven't logged into. (laughs) I'm logged in on, like, my computer and probably my phone and the PlayStation. Cause <laughs> and It's the only place I can watch Bob's Burgers and Broad City. And that's pretty much all I watch. So. That's fair. I borrowed someone's login and I watched Vikings. I really want to watch that. <gasps> so good. Is it? So good. So good. It's time for Brews with Dudes. Ah, juicy. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Brews with Dudes. I'm Nick Maxson, your host, sitting here once again with Dr. Dongo. How are you doing? Oh, hi there. Great. We also have Mr. Austin Hill with us again. Hello, hello. And Dave Linder. What up? Welcome back. How's your belly feel? It's a little sore still. Okay, good. Someone. Good. Someone got slap happy on his belly. Slappy boy. That was I. I am slappy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I just found this on my elbow. Oh, that's a nice little little bruise you got there. You're a bruisey boy over there. Got some pit wounds. We're going to be recounting some of our drunken tales from the other night. We went down to... Well, we started at Jerry Lee's pre-gaming, and I mean... As per usual, I pre-gamed rather hard. Yeah, leading like into the actual party where pre-game I pre-game harder than you party. Yes. So then, when I got to the party, I was rather tipsy. So, but there's other fun stuff that happened along the way as well. I guarantee you guys had a much more, uh, an infinitely better night than I did. Oh no, 
Well, let's start drinking this fresh fruit milkshake IPA from 450 North before we get too deep into it. Uh, this is infused with pineapples and vanilla. Sounds amazing. So let's dive on in, boys, shall we? Dive on in. Mm. Ooh, that's juicy. That's, that's real juicy. This is so good. This is so good. I almost forgot to pull my mic up and talk into it. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness! Another uh, awesome beer from 450 North. They just released this uh, last Friday. My good friend, uh, Mr. Casey Taylor, who was on last week's episode, Mr. Jerry Lee's Pub, Market Square Lanes. He picked it up for me. Thank you, Casey. Um, Thank you, Casey. This is the at least the second fresh fruit that they have done because I've had the mango. Yeah, the mango was good too. I remember that one. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, I didn't even consider. So this episode, we've got this milkshake IPA from 450 North and we've also got a milkshake IPA from Brewlink. And we've also got a Oreo beer from 450 and an Oreo beer from Brewlink. I didn't realize that four of the beers that they're kind of competing. So nice. maybe that'll be an added touch we put at the end of the episode where Sweet we say touch. which milkshake we like more and which <laughs> Oreo beer we like more. The one that brings the boys to the yard. Yes. Damn right. So far, I am I am one. posted up in this yard. This <laughs> is my I got, yard. I got my lawn chair out. I'm, I'm, the I'm lawn chair. Out. There's a flag. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready to start the barbecue. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out in the yard for a minute. With I this can one. teach you. I, I just. But I'm, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to charge though. And, uh, speaking of 450, I'm actually noticing what shirt Nick is wearing today. I am. I finally busted out though. Speaking of 450, I happen to notice what hat you're wearing today. All right, so Austin. we're rocking it a little hard. Rocking it a little, <laughs> little hard. Speaking of 450, we're drinking it. Yeah. There we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, speaking of drinking it. Speaking of drinking it, <laughs> a good, let's good, drink good, it. Good, oh my goodness, great, awesome. So, oh, yeah. so, so last Saturday, it might be two Saturdays from now. Whenever you're listening to this, it doesn't matter. When we went to do the 450 North Tap Takeover at Jerry Lee's, um, uh, after we after we got pretty heavy into the the drinking, we started doing trivia. Our first trivia night down there. Um, Austin's team won. That's right. And then, I did you guys get that. in second? Or were you guys? We were third. You were third. Dick's Bukaki Palooza was third. Yes. Juicy yeah. Nugs won it. Juicy Nugs won it. Team's uh, D- Team Dave's Dick did nothing. No, they were they were, they were not very <laughs> good. Much like Dave's Dick. Yeah. Oh. Saying. Yep. Wow. Does nothing. Dick now I'm sad. Me His dick would it. do more <laughs> if it smelled like pancakes. Am I right? Yes. Am I right? That's very true. That is true. I never and leave the house. That were the case. <laughs> He'd be trying to figure out a way to get rid of those bottom two ribs. <laughs> oh, man. So after uh, after trivia, we went down to the Spot Tavern for a punk show. Punks invaded the spot. Some dirty uh, punks. Where at least a couple of us got a little out of hand. <laughs> I don't think bit. I got out of hand at all. Um, <laughs> Dave disagrees. <laughs> Um, and I can't necessarily disagree because I didn't see you in the pit because I had already pretty much capped out. <laughs> I was a couple shots deep. Creed specifically said, no more shots for you when we're in public. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like, always Aww. good. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, I tackled Creed in the parking lot. I spit up a little bit of a shot that I took. Like, most of it was down. And then I kind of <laughs> came back up and it was like. 
Ugh. It was bad. Not as bad as the time it came out my nose. Ooh. Oh, Were man. you there for that one? I don't remember. Uh, I'm trying to think of where I... Oh, my God. It might have been at the spot. I think it was at the spot. I took a shot of Jameson, and it didn't hit right, and it came out my nose. Oh, yeah. I was oh, there for man. that. It just oh, burns the entire Oh, sentences. my God. It was it was awful. I think the worst we, shot we, I ever We took. ended up outside after that, and you're like, man, my nose burns so much. I'm so glad this air is cold. Yeah. I, need, <laughs> I needed it. I think the worst shot I ever took was here. And I can't remember what it was. I think it was like some scotch that uh, Scooter brought over. Mm. And uh, I was, I believe... I believe I was still with Kylie at the time. Ew. <laughs> but, the dark uh, days. Yeah. She's cool now. Yeah. I mean, uh, I haven't talked to her in years. So I'm still that. friends with her. So, but anyway, anyway. So I didn't even think about it. I just, we all, we were all taking a shot and we clinked and before I, and I just immediately started, almost started drinking it before everybody else did. Everybody wasn't ready or everybody hadn't clinked yet. So I was like, so I took like a sip and everybody, and then that sip turned into because, because the sudden like, oh shit, I'm not supposed to do this. So like I ended up going straight to the bathroom and just dry heaving for like the next 10 minutes and like it, it just tore up my throat. Been there. Ah. I've been doing this, this thing that I, I don't really like lately where when <laughs> I'm taking my shots, I've been doing the like beer thing where I, I don't just shoot it. I like, I like let it swish in my mouth for a minute and it, oh, it always man. makes it worse because because i'm not <laughs> i'm not that kind of whiskey drinker you know where, We've where, been... you, where it's like mm, good mm. flavor like nope i'm not there yet <laughs> and it hurts every time i let it just swish around in my mouth i'm like oh oh that was a bad idea <laughs> yeah because you're still like trying to swallow that flavor while it overwhelms your throat it's bad it's been bad just... i need to get my shit together <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you all? need to get your shot game down. I know. I know, man. I've been drinking too much beer lately. I've been neglecting my liquor habit. I took a shot Saturday and threw up, and I was sober. So wow. There's I that. Took, I took two shots after I got out of the mosh pit Saturday. Impressive. Let's just, but then let's again, just take a couple shots. Yeah, let's just do some shots right now. Where's shot, JMO? Shot challenge. In, in, the, in the words of uh, Skylar Redman. Let's just do five shots, like eight, yeah. like eight shots. Eight shots, 21 you, shots. Come on, do you want to do like 12 shots? Let's do 13. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I, uh, I miss Skyler. No, I went up to the bar at the spot to go grab a beer, and my buddy Travis was right there that I don't normally get to have, be able to sit down and drink with. And I'm like, hey, dude, let's do a shot. Let's do a d- shot of some Tullamore Dew. Tullamore Some Tullamore Or two murders, as you could call it. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of Tullamore doing. You could be well on your way to two murders. <laughs> two murders. Two murders. Maybe three. All, then he goes, he goes, oh, so you're going to do two shots of Tullamore Dew, and I'm going to do two shots of Tullamore Dew? And I go, yes, that's what we're doing. So I just pound two shots, grab a beer, and go. Ooh, that's the way to do it. That's not the way I would do it. But it, I, I actually felt so much better after that. Like It just put the breath back in me after that. Reinvigorated, ready to go. I guess ready to go. As Dave said, I might have taken it too far in the pit, but I felt like I did just fine. I think you were great. (laughs) You you might have been a little rowdy, but still up to par. I don't like like a rowdy mosh pit. Come on, I had nice. I felt like I didn't do anything excessive for it being a punk rock mosh pit in a bar. I mean. 
You could have got more I'm naked. Not, I'm not here to judge. I don't want to pit. I you did. can pit however you want, man. <laughs> I did keep my pants on, but everything else came off. I heard that, but I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, once I once I spit up the shot, I was like, I should probably start thinking of an exit strategy. I actually forgot that I brought you there, and I was leaving. I was like, oh, fuck. I, I don't remember the last time I saw Nick. I hope I just didn't leave without him. Nope, I left without him. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then I didn't think about it again until I got up the next day and I texted him to see if he was oh still alive. Oh my god, did I leave Nick at the spot? <laughs> Calls the spot. Is Nick there? <laughs> yeah, he's in the corner. <laughs> he's got puke all over him. Yeah. He's, he's in the corner. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, he's in the corner just He's rocking. been over here just kind of we'll like... Give him a blanket. He crying for his mom for like... He left me! ...an hour. 